Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, it looks like they're going to be banning a few breeds of dogs. The British or the breeding of English bulldogs, uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, has been officially outlawed on health grounds in Norway in a historic ruling which could have consequences in other countries. Oslo District Court ruled in the trial that the unethical breeding on Monday uh, reaching a unanimous verdict, uh, the breeding of these dogs, they said, is now illegal under the country's Animal Welfare Act. Animal Protection Norway took the case, claiming that there were no healthy examples of English Bulldogs or Cavalier King Charles Spaniels in the country which could ethically be used for breeding healthy dogs. Now, welfare groups across the country and across the world are expected to turn their focus to these breeds and other breeds with hereditary disorders found in their own countries. Now, the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel uh, are susceptible to heart defects, chronic headaches, um, eye disease, joint problems. Uh, where the kneecap is out of its normal position on the femur. English bulldogs are also susceptible to breathing problems, um, obstructions of the airwave syndrome due to the short, uh, the shortness and wide skulls and the short snouts. They can also suffer skin problems, inverted eyelashes, kidney stone disease and kneecap dislocation. Wow. The Norwegian Society for Protection of Animals uh, worked with several years to bring attention, uh, bring the attention to these particular unethical breeds. Now, <clears throat> there are uneth- other unethical breeds. We're all aware of them. What's those little ones that have the flat faces? <coughs> that can't, they can't even breathe. Um, many other dogs have been bred together um, to form other breeds which have hereditary diseases. I mean, this idea over the last... I, I don't know much about it, and I'm sure there are people who know more about it than I do, and you're welcome to come on the air and talk to me, but this idea of breeding, say, a Labrador with a poodle to get a Labradoodle, and then breeding two Labradoodles together to get a more specific Labradoodle, or other type doodles, other type crossbreeds that we're constantly doing at the moment. It's unethical. Uh, that This practice going back a few years ago, which thankfully doesn't seem to be happening now, in relation to, <clears throat> say, you know, these teacup animals or teacup dogs, so basically what it is is picking the smallest dog in the litter and breeding it with the smallest dog in another litter and then breeding the smallest dogs out of those litters with two other small dogs in the litters. The runts, as they call them. So eventually the breed gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And what was happening, these teacup dogs, they were called teacups because they'd literally fit in a teacup. Um, women primarily were buying them as fashion accessories to put in their handbags. Um, but they would die after a very short period of time because their organs were so small. They would have a heart disease there with heart failure, kidney failure, all sorts of organ failure. So basically you were breathing a sick dog. And and that's what we are doing with some crossbreeds. We're breeding sick dogs. And that's what some even pedigrees are, are sick dogs. They're dogs that have problems. Why would you continue to do that? But we do. We do. And I don't disagree with what they're doing. So <clears throat> Ashild Rolset, vet and CEO of the NSPA, says she hopes the new law will help bring to the end an end to the extreme genetic engineering of breeds and suffering of poorly bred litters of puppies and the heartache of many owners. But I want to ask you, is it a good idea? And do you believe it would be a good idea? Gerben is the co-founder of the Party for Animal Welfare. Uh, good afternoon to you, Gerben. Yeah, hi, hi now. Hi, hi, how are you doing here? Okay, okay. Over at Limerick. 
Yeah. Okay, now, Gerben, you, this must be, this idea that Norway have banned certain breeds uh, as being unethical breeding under the Animal it's Welfare a, it's Act. A, it's a great victory, and that's something uh, I hope will be repeated here in Ireland as well, because as you said yourself, uh, it's so un, uh, unhealthy that those breeds like uh, like the Cavalier, uh, the, uh, the King Charles, are being brought uh, to Ireland. Basically, it's like bringing a terminal uh, disease dog right into, into Ireland, or... Uh, uh, or breeding of those dogs uh, in Ireland, which then also are exported. And which brings me to the issue of commercial breeding, which I said in a previous show. I'm totally against that because there's a very gray uh, area between legal and illegal uh, uh, breeders, a dark area, if you like. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you know, if you want to establish, and uh, you know, like a, uh, a breeding establishment as a dog breeder, you can breed up to six bitches, uh, and then uh, and then you need to go to your local authority. But then uh, there is basically there's not enough personal enough people to inspect all the premises. So there's numbers of cases uh, of uh, um, of cruelty been reported here and there. And of course, it's basically you also. Uh, 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 rescues are inundated uh, uh, about uh, dogs of those dogs um, like you described, including the Labra poodles, the uh, the crossbreeds. So I think the showbreeds should no longer be uh, been bred here um, in Ireland or anywhere in the world uh, for that for that matter. So I'm totally against uh, um, puppy farms. But how far, uh, how far do you take that? Because if you want to go down the road of, say, breeds with hereditary diseases, I mean, you, yeah. you could include German Shepherds and Rottweilers and Bulldogs and Great Danes and St. Bernards and Mastaffs and Retrievers and many others that consider, are considered to have hereditary diseases. Now, most of those diseases won't affect them throughout their lives. No. But some, some dogs, we see other dogs, say, you know, with what they call muscos, musculoskeletal or disorder, yeah. which is dogs that can't breathe properly. And what's those little small ones? Um, I can't remember the name of the little ones. You know, the little weenie ones. And they're, they're very hairy little ones, but their faces are... And they, you can hear them... <laughs> They can't actually yeah, you can breed. Hear them sneezing. It's like you can um, they hardly uh, they hardly can breed. So it's like that you're basically exposing them. You know, basically you, you're basically putting them uh, towards the guillotine. They're they're basically near death, and they work like walking corpses. Now, uh, of course, some of these dogs could be you know as a rescue could be very lovable dogs, but it's like that those dogs will only live for a short while, as you said earlier in your yeah. introduction. And that's some somebody. It's like condemning a dog and. Uh, to their deaths, and that's not what you want. Animal welfare, and that's what I admire so much about Norway, for example. It's so t- totally unethical to breed those dogs. So, and what, and what about what about the latest craze of breeding? To, well, years ago we used to just call them mongrels. Nowadays they call them crossbreeds. But breeding, yeah. you know, intentionally say breeding a poodle with a Labrador. Um, to get a Labradoodle or whatever. Yeah. There's loads of other different kind of funny names they have for them nowadays. You disagree with all of that, obviously. Yeah, I completely disagree with that uh, and definitely should be banned, uh, like in my book. Um, mm. I just wanted to say something about that guy, which was on from, from Donegal. Not sure if you heard, but he was also involved in deer hunting and there was no mention about death. Uh, well, no, it was, it was mentioned, Gerben. It was okay. mentioned on the news that he was, that he was a deer hunter. 
So, uh, so, um, dear, dear colleague, is another for another topic for another day for the show, I suppose. Yeah, yes, but but get, getting back to, to the animals, so there are many other breeds that would be considered to be unethical. Uh, many people at home listening today would have those breeds. I'm surprised, yeah. by the way. I, d- I didn't realise the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel was a, a dog with inherent problems. I did realise the English Bulldog, uh-huh. because of its snout, would have inherent problems. But I didn't think the yeah. Cavalier King Charles. So it's you. do you believe this historic ruling will go right across the EU? Yeah, well, Christ, uh, kind of across the cross. But uh, back about the uh, about the mastiff and uh, and the German shepherds, they already controlled under the Dangerous uh, Dogs Act, if you like. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, like like you, um, they have to be muscled, as you might know. Yes, of so, course. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, of course. Uh, basically, to keep them. So that's so, an so what, what do you what do you say? Day. Okay, there there is you know obviously an owners club over here for English bulldogs and for Cavalier yeah. King Charles. Uh, what do you say to the people who love those dogs? who breed those dogs, who love them, who think they're wonderful dogs. And you're basically suggesting, or well, Norway are suggesting now, and this uh-huh. may go across Europe, that I'm sorry, it'll be illegal to breed those dogs in the future. Literally, you could be arrested or fined if yeah. you try to breed them in the future. So they'll be gone. Uh-huh. They will They will cease to exist, yeah. essentially. Yeah, so you have to think from the perspective of an animal, let's say. Uh, think from the perspective of an animal. Welfare. Animals are voiceless. Don't think from the perspective uh, of a human who likes to cuddle uh, like an animal, think from the perspective of an animal, from the voiceless animal. What would you do if you were, if uh, if you were a King Charles, or uh, how would you feel yourself? So that's what you have to put yourself in. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's my perspective. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so you you believe all these breeds uh, should be done? Is there any other breeds that you can think of of yourself that you would like to see uh, basically done away with? Well, that's that's basically uh, like the um, uh, example, you know, uh, uh, like the uh, like the interbreed that you mentioned yourself. Yes. Um, but the, the, like the German Shepherd, as it's just mentioned, I know some people who are uh, they're lovable dogs, but they, of course, they are controlled on a dangerous uh, uh, and they're excellent mm. car do- car dogs. So, and uh, you know, I'm I'm coming originally from Holland, this year, but the accent. Mm. And many people have German. Well, well, do, well, do me a favor. St- just stay there for a second, Gruben, if you can. And Gruben is the founder of the Party for Animal Welfare. The reason I'm talking to him today is because he believes this is a great victory. And most likely, by the way, this will follow suit across Europe. Uh, this is in relation to English Bulldogs and Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. And they're essentially saying it will be illegal to breed them in the future because they're, it's unethical to breed dogs that have inherent problems. And I can see the reasoning behind that. Anita is on Ireland's Classic Hits. Anita, how are you doing? Hi, Noel. Hi, Noel. How are you keeping? Anita, I mean, how do you feel about this ruling in Norway, which could change everything, by the way, right across Europe? How do you feel about it? Absolutely infuriated. It's, it's illogical. It doesn't make sense. I can understand people thinking, you know, for certain breeds, there is health issues. However, there's a, a better way to tackle this than completely banning the breeding but, but they, of these they, they, But in, in this particular case, in Oslo District Court, right, they they said, and they were given plenty of time to do it, they couldn't find one healthy specimen of those particular animals, of the English exactly. Bulldog exactly. or the Cavalier King yeah. Charles. They couldn't, they couldn't produce one healthy specimen. And did they talk to the Norwegian Kennel Club and ask to talk to breeders or in their I'm breed sure, Well, I'm sure they did because the case was taken... Yes, they have, they have. Uh, yeah. the, the case was taken against the uh, Norwegian Society for Protection of Animals. Um, they, they, the case was the group... Let me see. The, in 2018, a group issued legal proceedings against the Norwegian Kennel Club, the Norwegian Cavalier Club and the Norwegian Bulldog Club. So, of course, they were all given the opportunity to defend themselves. 
But I think, I suppose, when we look at the basics of this, I'm looking from, from the point of view, say, I'm an Irish person, I'm living in Ireland. We have a very high rate of puppy farmers here in this country. Yeah. I imagine other countries do too. Now, I used to be involved in dog showing uh, for a number of years. And anybody that I would have known that would be responsible, ethical breeders, would only breed with health in mind, not for profit. Now, I'm saying responsible, ethical breeders who are members of breed clubs. But these people would health tech. And they would make sure that they're healthy to breed from. To look at the coefficients of breeding to make sure they're not being breeding too much or anything like that. We're not looking, and other countries are not looking, at those unethical backyard puppy farmers who say, this dog looks cute, this dog looks cute. Sure, we'll make them together. I'm sure we'll make money out of it. Not giving the flying, excuse me, French, mm. sh one t about the genetics behind it. Why are they not looking at those people who are causing... Pro- no, well, I'm sure, I'm sure that's the next step, isn't it? the things. Well, I don't think the answer is to completely stop breeding of breeds. Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, like, you know, that's just madness. Or any breed to do that, I think they should look at trying to tackle but, the I mean, type I, of breeding I mean, causing Look, I love animals. I, I love dogs. I completely agree with what you're saying about puppy farms, by the way. We need stricter legislation because Ireland is the, puppy, is, it's the puppy farm capital of Europe, right? There's no doubt about that. So we no need, country's exempt from that either. We're the yeah. puppy farm capital. Other countries do have it too. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. But a lot, a lot of it happens here and I've witnessed it and I've reported people for doing it as well in the past. Okay. Uh, but not puppy farms, but even just backyard breeders, people down the road, they oh, my dog's cute, we'll make up my friend's dog and the whole lot. They're not looking at health issues that are being caused and they're, they're the ones that are increasing the health issues because they're not taking the care uh, of and, absolutely, and, that, and that's one issue and, and hopefully mm-hmm. we can deal with that and in every country and you're 100% right but, but the other issue is there are breeds specific breeds of dogs who are, which are being, being bred legitimately and I, I'm not familiar with all the breeds of dogs but I see them on a regular basis the little small ones that can't breed properly etc etc and there are breeds of dogs out there that just cannot breed I mean for example or they have genetic problems that will not go away the only way they'll go away is when you stop breeding them. So, I mean, when they talk about, for example, with the English Bulldog, right? And I'm looking at it here, right? It's susceptible to breeding problems. Um, bronchi- I think it's bronchiitis, airway obstruction syndrome um, because of their short snouts and skulls. They also suffer skin problems, inverted eyelashes, kidney stone disease and kneecap dislocation. I mean, and, and they cannot find an example of the dog that doesn't have those problems. I said, I'm no expert on that breed. I can't comment exactly on Cavalier, that. Cavalier, King Charles, the same thing. Heart defects. If you look historically at that, they say the, the, the bulldog you mentioned there now, that breed. If you look at historically how that's changed over the last decades and century to what it was through selective breeding, correctly or incorrectly so. However, I think that the, to, to target this is like you, you're eradicating breeds of dogs from the world. Like, I think it's not the correct way to do it. It's like saying to a human... But when oh, you're saying eradicated... We don't have babies. Yeah, but, when you're, say, yeah, but, you, but you're saying eradicated. We brought them here in the first place. They never. They didn't just come about. It's not like human beings. They didn't just evolve. We no, bred centuries, those dogs and we, we, we created those breeds. Human we beings. And we have changed them through selective breeding. Yes, we have, indeed. And there's no denying that. That has, has happened. But I think the way that the, the Norwegian government are going around it is, I think, the, 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 the illogical way to do it. There's better ways to do it. As I said to you there briefly when you were talking, sorry I interrupted you, it's like saying to humans, like, you know, you're a diabetic, you've got something else going on, you can't have babies because you're going to carry on that condition. You know, that's type 1 diabetics, I mean. You know, mm. things like that, you can't have that mentality, stop breathing and get rid of the problem. But you, it's an illogical uh, okay. way to tackle the problem. It doesn't make sense. There's better ways to do it. Talk to breed clubs. 
Okay, I mean, let me go back to Gerben. Well, well, hang on, Anita. Let me go back to Gerben. Gerben, you've been listening to what Anita said. There's a better way to tackle the problem. You know, let's, you know, go to reputable people, reputable people who understand the breeds and care about the health of the animals. And let's come to some sort of arrangement, you know, whereby we're making... But not even that. Talk to one who are unethical who are just breeding for the sake of it, charging a lot of money and doing it for profit as well, who are not looking at health testing. Target that side as well. But we're completely ignoring that. We're we're throwing a blank over that. That doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. Sorry, but it does, and we okay. need to look at that because that's what's causing these kind of problems. Okay, let, let Gerben respond to everything you've said. Gerben, you've been listening to Anita there. What do you, what do you, how do you respond to what she's saying? Okay, so uh, so first of all, I respect everybody's opinion, uh, of course, but that besides, it's uh, um, these animals where these breeds were brought into Ireland, so basically they're not native. It's like if you if you if you import uh, non-native tree species, uh, if you like. Um, so uh, strange comparison, maybe, but. Uh, um, um, they're non-native, so um, um, and, and uh, so basically, they're not part of the evolution um, uh, of Ireland. So definitely, uh, like we shouldn't breed them. And then, then about uh, talking to and then talk, 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 and talking to breeding uh, clubs. Uh, I've done that in the past. I've done. I've talked to breeding clubs in Holland, and I've talked to breeding clubs here. Uh, and I've been down the, to the route, and the Norwegian government has done that as well. They have they have interviewed everybody, uh, and everybody. In, it's like was like a parliamentary inquiry, if you like, mm-hmm. in, in a way. So, they, so, so they did all the uh, all the tasks which you need to do, and they came to that conclusion. And I hope the Irish government. So I'll put it now forward to the TDs, like the opposition TDs, like. Uh, Paul Murphy and uh, Jen Whitmore. Uh, uh, I heard Russian short on on the radio uh, earlier. I put it to them. Now we're not in the government yet. Maybe at some stage. I hope so. Uh, if, if I were a TD, I would definitely put a proposal forward uh, to get the same uh, thing uh, done here in Ireland. And of course, but it has to be put up to public discussion. And that's basically what we hear uh, for. That we put it up so that anybody can bring in their own proposal. Mm. I mean, I, I, I am taken, Anita, by the fact that I understand the point that Gerben's making. I don't agree with Gerben all the time when he's on the list on the radio. He's been on many times since before. Um, and, but I do understand what he's saying. And when you have a particular breed which seems susceptible to so many defects and problems and a court rules and challenges the breeders of these dogs to produce a healthy specimen to prove that it is possible to produce a healthy specimen... And they can't produce one. I can't I mean, believe that. that that's really concern. Well, I can't can, believe well, that. I don't think they just did this on a whim. But I know in other oh. countries, I've been, I've been aware in recent years, in other countries, the discussions with governments about breeds to, you know, stop the breeding of those breeds and get rid of those breeds. Um, but I know that those uh, breed clubs are not being listened to, submitting information in other countries, and they are not being listened to. That information is not been taken on board. Okay, but according, I'm looking here. According to the courts, an animal protection Norway took the case claiming there were no healthy examples of an English bulldog or a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel in the country which could ethically be used for breeding purposes and breeding healthy dogs. So they couldn't and have they find that information uh, available to where they went for that information to find out that those details have they made that available for public viewing? I'm assuming it is. It would be a matter of public record. It was part of Oslo District Court. It's part of public record. I'm reading it here, am I? 
I find yeah. it hard to believe now. I really do. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah, stay. Well, I, uh, yeah. I want to ask the, the lady for me. I'd love to go with her to Norway and to see it with us. I believe everything they say in Norway. So I want to ask this lady, maybe she wants to go with me to Norway and see it with her own eyes. <laughs> Excuse me, Norway. I'd definitely take you up on it. Not a problem. I'll go to Norway. I am not being responsible for arrangements being made for trips to Norway. But stay there, both of you, for a second. Let me go to Jer as well. Stay there. Jer, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Jer? Oh, Jer, sorry, I didn't switch you on there. I do apologise. Hold on a second there. Hold. People arranged to go to Norway and be showing everything now. Sorry, go ahead, Jer. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you know, obviously, like Anita, you're against the puppy farms, but of course, everybody is, I, I, and nobody would disagree with that. But what about the idea of breeding animals, which are inherently unhealthy? Well, I, I had a couple of points to make, Niall. You probably answered the first one, but I've run briefly through my very quick points without delaying you. Okay, so, go ahead. Uh, first of all, I don't know the scientific background to this study in Norway, but my brother, who's a dog lover like myself, had two King Charles retrievers which, which lived long and healthy lives and are passed on in old age. Mm. Right? That's the first thing. Now, the second thing I want to say to you is I'm looking here because I do a lot of research into this whole thing, a list from the Department of Agricultural Food and Marine, dated 19th November 2021. And I have 47 pages here, and I'll roughly 20 registered uh, breeders per page, which means in this country, and I'm talking now, and I remember about 940 registered breeders. Yeah. This excludes the horrible puppy farmers out there who are just the bane of my life, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, ver- the vermin of society, absolutely, yeah. When I say registered breeders, they're, they're put down here as sellers slash suppliers, okay? And most of these breeders, not all, most of them are quite responsible and breed their dogs mm-hmm. in perfectly good conditions. But... Problem nine, I keep coming back to, and we discussed this before, and I won't bang on about it. Is the puppy farms in this country the underground? But yeah, but, and 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 that's that's a debate. Well, it's not even a debate to be honest with you. We, we we've talked about it in the past. We all condemn that. Gerben condemns it. Anita yeah, condemns it. I condemn it. Okay, so uh, I don't know where you're going with that. The point you're making because I well, we I, all I agree with it. Yeah, but I'm coming to that point now. I'm coming to that point. But, but let's, let's, I don't have much time, so let's come to the point about breeds, specific breeds, that have inherent, inherent defects. I mean, I mean, is it, is it not time, like the Oslo Court, and by the way, it's only a matter of time before they do the same thing here. You know, welfare groups across the world are now expected to turn their focus on these particular breeds with hereditary disorders found in their own countries. So it's only a matter of time before they say the same thing here. So is it not correct to turn around and say... If we're breeding a specific breed that has difficulty living, surviving, and having a reasonably peaceful life, uh, you know, without having multiple disorders and problems that we know about before we even breed them, is it not time to say we shouldn't be doing that? Absolutely, of course. You don't want to see any animal suffer. Well, then, well, then, well, then you're agreeing with Gerben. Well, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with Gerben, but what I'm saying, I, I, I'm talking about the, the case the fourth in Oslo. I'd love to see the scientific. I mean, this hasn't come up overnight. Mm-hmm. King Charles Spaniels have been bred for years. So why is this thing suddenly coming to... Pugs have been bred for years. Perfectly healthy dogs. But they, again, they have difficulty breathing, don't they? Absolutely. They do, of course. Yeah, but so why would you... Well, then why would you breed... See, 
in my mind, although they're beautiful animals and lovely, attractive little animals, why would you breed two animals together that you know have difficulty breathing? I personally, I wouldn't if I was a breeder. I'd absolutely, I completely agree with that point of view. Knowing that they're going to produce another animal that's going to have difficulty breathing. Absolutely, yeah. So why, why would you do that? I wouldn't. I well, well, then, well, then you're agreeing with what they're saying in Norway. That's yeah, I, I'm not. That's not. I, I, I'd have to see the scientific evidence first before I could make okay. a decision on that. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Niall, can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, Edie. Yeah, go ahead. You want to say something? The, the Norwegian government uh, approach is uh, a reactive approach. It's not a proactive. They need, to, in my opinion, to get into more, more uh, constructive communication with the kennel clubs and the breed clubs regarding breed programs and not say, okay, no more breeding. Every single dog breed on this planet has a health condition. Well, like so, some, 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 some reduce quality of life, others don't. Yes. But however, we're not going to escape health conditions, but I think governments... Every human being has it, but, but every human being has a health condition as well. You know, when most of us do, we don't go through life without going to a hospital. At some but it point. needs to be kind of a proactive approach rather than a reactive. You need to consult yeah, with you, the but, kennel clubs and the breed clubs and go forward. But are you missing the point I'm making? Let's go back to what he said about the pugs. Jer said about pugs, right? Um, you've got a dog or a breed, not just a pug, but there are other specific breeds that have problems breathing, right? Yeah, brachiated breeds. Yeah, okay. Yes. So why would you breed two dogs together who both have an issue knowing? in your heart and soul, that the, 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 the dog that will be produced will have the same problems. Why would you continue to do that? If it's ethical breeder, a breeder who breeds the right approach, will not do that. But, so but if we they, are if doing this. If you have a dog it. that's severely yeah, they breathing, they're not going to breed that because it's not the responsible thing well, to we, do. Well, I, no, 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 hang on. They're doing it because it's legal. We are doing it and we're doing it all the time. I can go out to a registered breeder and buy a pug. Yes. Anybody can register be a breeder with county councils these days. No, anybody yeah. can. Yeah, well, that's can. what I'm saying. So I can go to a registered breeder and buy a pug. I don't know if the person is a wonderful person or not, but they're registered. As far as I'm concerned, they're doing everything above yeah. the law. Um, but they're breathing two dogs together that have difficulty breathing, or two dogs together that have hereditary heart problems, or two dogs together, you know, that have, I don't know, knee, what's it, kneecap dislocation, as they call it here, or kidney stone diseases, or these kind of problems that are inherent in these particular breeds. And without exception, they're saying they couldn't find one animal that could be ethically used for breathing. That says a lot. You mentioned registered breeder, and as you maybe are well aware, with puppy farm industry, there are a lot of puppy farmers with two or three hundred females in their in their in their premises in inverted commas who are registered with county councils to allow to do this. So there you go. Like you know, county councils are allowing in inverted commas breeders like that. Okay, so, just, just finally, because I, I, yeah. I'm realizing gone over time here. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, they're not check. And then there's the issue of uh, of dog ownership, for example. If you if you if you buy a dog uh, from from a dog breeder, and then uh, you don't even know how. Okay. You don't even know about those diseases uh, they had. Then and then uh, and then and then there's that issue about responsible dog. Uh, so basically. You know, yeah, I'm running out of time, Gavin. I get the point you're making, and I'm going to have to come back to it again. It, it is an interesting point, Gavin. Thank you for joining me on the air and as well. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.